MLM Nation, episode 12. In network marketing, if you just choose one thing, just focus on recruiting. You know, if you're a part-time person, one hour of recruiting every day is going to make you a millionaire in five years. So focus is very important. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Marsha Chimaza and Miguel Montero. Marsha and Miguel, are you ready to make it happen? We are ready, Simon. Definitely we are. We're so excited. Thank you for having us. Marsha and Miguel are known as the Pajama Bosses. You know, how cool is that name? Pajama Bosses. (laughs) Let me share a little background. Marsha graduated from Oxford and has a PhD in molecular genetics. And her husband, Miguel, was a trained commercial pilot. But even with those credentials, they found themselves in the rat race before they discovered network marketing in 2005. Years later, today, they have a seven-figure business that spans more than 30 countries on five continents. They have created hundreds of leaders that have solid five- and six-figure incomes. Not only that, but they are leaders, what I call lead by example. Just in the last two years, they have sponsored more than 200 people in 16 countries. They love traveling, and if they're not traveling, they hang out with the coolest dog, what they call the pajama dog, Joey. So, Marsha and Miguel, welcome to the show. I've given ML Nation just a brief intro about your background, but why don't you share a little bit more about how you came across this great profession? Wow, Simon, that's quite an introduction. We're humbled that you're having us on this uh, on this show. And yes, in 2005, we were very recent immigrants in Australia. We are from Spain for Miguel and Slovenia for myself. And at that time, in 2005, in November, we hadn't even been in Australia for about a year. And a 17-year-old girl, believe it or not, introduced us to network marketing. I went to a rewards dinner in the city where a friend of mine sent me. We were both scientists and she couldn't go. So she sent me with her husband to sit to sit in. And I was sitting on a round table and this 17-year-old was sitting there with her father And we got talking and she told me about a business she had just started. And of course, I didn't even know what it was. I had never heard about network marketing. And it turns out about a couple of months later, she had been building report with me all this time. She sent me an email and asked us whether we're open to having a look at opening a business and looking at what she does. So that was it. And then her mom and her came to our house. And guess what? We signed up right on the spot. That's awesome. That's what you you never know. You just have to talk to everyone, right? You That's just right. Ne- you and just never, never know. And just building relationships. Like, who knew that the 17 year old girl would give you the life, you know, the lifestyle you have today? If she never reached out to you, who knows what your life would be like? That's right. And the, the, the interesting thing, Simon, is that um, when they came to our place uh, and they talked, you know, and they were doing this presentation for this company, Mash and I were looking at each other. We were almost 30 at that time. And we were saying, how come nobody told us anything about this type of business? I mean, we couldn't believe that just by sharing a product that you like, an opportunity, you could make, you know, ten, at that time it was like $10,000 in a free car that was paid by a company. So we were kind of surprised and also a little bit skeptical somehow thinking, well, there must be something, you know, some kind of catch in there because 
you know, it looks too easy, you know. But uh, anyway, we were open-minded enough to, to give it a go, and here we are. That's right. That was the start. You know, like, uh, your story is very similar to me. Like, there's so many people. I think this is a lesson for MLM Nation. There's so many people out there who are hungry for opportunity. Like, you never even heard about network marketing. I never even heard about it, right? And this is a common theme. I've actually interviewed a couple of seven-figure incomers. They never heard about network marketing. So when people say, oh, no one wants to join, that's total baloney because there's tons of people out there. The problem is you're focusing on the wrong people. Right? They, they try to convince their uncle who's like negative, making fun of them. Stop, forget about uncle. Just walk down the street, go to a restaurant or go to a bar, talk to the people. It could be a 17-year-old. You never know. But the people are out there. Absolutely. And, you know, that's really the thing for everyone who's listening for the first time and who's getting into network marketing and starting to earn some success for the first time. My best advice is just be willing to make new friends. You know, for us, that was a big thing. We were, you know, we were very educated and we're very successful in our jobs. But really, we had no people skills, very little people skills. And that, for me as a scientist, was something I had to totally learn. I really didn't want to talk to people. Um, so, you know, making new friends is a great skill that you're not just going to make a lot of money from, but you're also going to use it for the rest of your life in many, many other areas. So that's definitely something you should be open to if you want to create a lot of success. I think you brought up a great point, um, is that coachability. You, are, you have a PhD, you're a commercial pilot, they make good money. Uh, you have a PhD, you, you know, you have 20 years of education, but you're coachable, right? And, and a lot of people, they come in, oh, I'm successful in real estate, but that doesn't mean you can be successful in this industry. The most important thing, you got to be coachable and realize a certain type of skill set, like Marsha said, and there's communication and people skills, and you got to learn. If you're coachable and you keep going, you can have the same success as Marsha and Miguel has. That's right. And you know what, Simon, uh, some, somewhere along the line, one of uh, our mentors said to us once, you know, you go through ups and downs, as you know, in this business is a, you know, 40 year career concentrating four years. So the ups and downs can go from hour to hour or day to day. Um, but um, one of our mentors said to us once, you know, you are you can be your biggest enemy. But within that, one of your biggest uh, enemies can be two things. First of all, when somebody's telling you what to do, somebody that is successful and has the results that you want, and you go to them and you say, what do I need to do? And they tell you what you need to do. You, there's two enemies. The first one is your brain and your mind saying, I know that. And the second one is saying, but. You know, anytime you say, but, you are denying yourself the opportunity to do something that can change your life. So this is the thing that we learned early in our career, you know. When your mentor and your sponsor, the person that is giving you advice and has the results that you want, tells you to do something, you don't ask why, you don't ask anything. You just say, yes, I will do that. And you go and do it. And you take the action. That's it. No questions. No, no mucking around, as they say. You know, you just go and do it. And when it works, you go back and you say, this is what I did. What do I need to do next? Yeah, that's so good. You know, when I... I uh, used to travel to the Philippines to grow my teams. The coach was, whatever they say, you say, yes, upline. Yes, upline. That's it. Two words. Yes, upline. And you nod your head. That's right. Being humble enough, you know, a lot of us come uh, into network marketing either having been successful or perhaps, you know, having done totally other things. And so being humble enough 
to go back to square root zero and start building up your knowledge and skills in a totally new area is not easy because we're not all 20. I mean, there's some very fortunate leaders in this industry that get introduced when they're 20. But most of us, you know, have had some other previous life experience. And I just find being humble enough to, you know, with life experience, say, I'm now starting something new and I'm just going to be listening and learning and doing what people say. I think that's a big plus. Yeah. Uh, Miguel, you had talked about the ups and downs. Uh, can you share one of your down moments? Because one of the big mistakes that people uh, make is that they, when it's bad, they quit. But they don't realize that it's during the toughest times, one of your worst moments. That's when we, you know, we learn the most. And the key is to never quit, but to keep going. So can you share one of your down moments and one of the lessons you learned and how did you apply them? Oh, that's, uh, we had quite a few of those. Uh, it will be hard. It's hard to, to pinpoint one right now, but I, th- I think probably one of the first ones, I, I think that's basically everybody goes through this one is what I was saying to you, somebody comes to your place or you go to an opportunity and they tell you about the industry and they tell you, you know, you can make money just by telling people about your opportunity. You get very excited. And what is the first thing you go? You go out the day after and you go and start talking to everyone. Now, at that time, um, the first time that, that basically I went and talked to someone, um, I had no idea about anything. I had no idea about MLM. I had no idea. I just knew that I was excited and that's all I knew. So my first tough, tough, very tough day was the first day that I went and talked to people. And every single one of them, I probably talked to 10 to, to 15 people that day. Every single one of them said, you're crazy. You know, this is a pyramid scheme. This is a scam. You're going to make no money. Did you already join? You're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. And they kind of, you know, bring you down. They take all that energy, that everything that you kind of, you know, all that excitement and you bring you down. So when, when I got home, I said to Masha, I think we just made a mistake. You know, we didn't know anything about the industry, but I think by you know, the feedback that I'm getting from these people, right? Um, I think we got in the wrong in the wrong business. So I think that was probably the first thing that you that you you are as you're saying, you know, the first hurdle you 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 need to learn to go through is like, okay, well, let's analyze and let's just uh, see what's happening here. So the first thing we did was to call our upline at that time and say, this is what's happened, and this is the thing, the good thing about MLM. Whenever you have a challenge, the only thing you need to do is to be willing to pick up the phone and call your sponsor, call your upline, call the person that already has gone through that journey. Because when you do that, they will share with you what happened to them at the time that they did exactly what you did and they got the same result. So this is the thing that we learned very early in our career is every time you have a challenge, the only thing you need to do is to pick up the phone and you talk to the person and you talk to the sponsor, you talk to the upline, and they will tell you, it's okay. This is what happened and this is what you need to do next. You need to probably, you know, as you're saying, you don't talk to your uncle and to your auntie because, you know, maybe they don't have the results that you want in life, that you want, that they want in life. So they're not going to be able to advise you about cars because they have no idea about cars. So why would you ask them about finances when they don't have the finances you want? That's right. So, so this is the thing we learned. And throughout the, the next, you know, the next few years, this is what we did. Every time we had a challenge, we, first of all, we talked to each other, right? We had each other to do that. And the next thing was to pick up the phone and make a phone call. We had so many challenges. Just for everyone who's listening, you know, um, nobody just is born with 
talent for MLM. I mean, we all go through, you know, many, many downs and Miguel and I certainly had a lot to learn. But one thing that I do want to mention is we were so excited that for a while we had invested a lot of money into our business by traveling, by buying more product, by many things. And we got so much into debt. And I know it happens to a lot of people. That's why I'm so open and honest about it. And we had a lot of credit card debt. And, you know, there was that was that point in our business where we were earning a little bit of money, maybe five, even ten thousand dollars. But we were so much into debt and we kept reinvesting and traveling. And I just want to say that was a really tough point to be at in as well, because, you know, we believe that we're going to have success, yet we're in debt. And so we're kind of working it out. So what we had learned out of that is that you don't really have to go into debt. So for a lot of network marketers, you know, it's um, either investing a lot in the business or perhaps living a little bit above our means when mm-hmm. we first get so excited about buying that black Porsche or BMW right. that we've always wanted to. So I think it's a little bit of financial, uh, you know, financial intelligence. And one thing we always say to our teams, you know, always live within your means. Make sure you save 10% of everything you earn because you're never going to miss that. And just with simple disciplines financially, I think you can have a lot more safety and security. But what comes out of safety and security is confidence. And so that's what we really lacked when we were deep in credit card debt and we wanted to get ahead and build bigger business. We were just a little doubtful because how do you feel even though you're making money, but you're, you know, in debt and so on. So I think that safety and security and good financial habits is something that we had learned. So those are two very different examples. One, perhaps at the beginning of our business, once a couple, couple of years into our business. And, uh, you know, this is now nine years into our business, uh, nine and a bit. And we definitely teach some good habits like this to our team every day. Hey, thank you for sharing that. It takes a lot of courage and humility to share that. Because a lot, not a lot of leaders admit that. You know, it's like a trap. Like you have the success and you get caught up in that lifestyle. You buy the nice cars, the bike houses, even though your income's not solid yet. Uh, but at least you kept going. A lot of leaders, they think that, oh, I'm an autopilot. They just start living it up and then it drops. But, you, you, you know, you two kept going. And thank you for, you know, sharing that because that's not something every leader would share. And I think it's great that you're teaching people about the, the 10%. Uh, because I think in MLM, there are a lot of leaders that make a ton of money, but they're still in a rat race because they earn a lot, but they also spend a lot. And it doesn't matter how much money you're earning. As long as you're spending, it's going to be gone. So it's a great thing that you are teaching people, not just the prospecting skills, but personal, personal finance, which is really important. Definitely. I think Mm -hmm. as you grow as a leader, you get, you know, you obviously want to do a lot of personal development. That's a big part of everyone's journey. And a part of that personal development should be in financial, uh, you know, financial investment intelligence, because really we grow up and we go to, to, um, to university or we go through education. And there's really not a lot of that that is present unless you're working in financial sector. And we didn't work. So we had to do that. But one another thing that is really important is, you know, building a team that is going to give you long term residual income. And for those of you who are kind of starting to step up into roles of leadership and listening into this as well, it's really important the culture that you build in your team, because our attitude has always built being, you know, stay with one company for long term because that's where the big money is. Mm-hmm. You know, people who think they're going to make a quick money and then change company every six months, they get a little disappointed. So I would really say to everyone Choose your home, and I mean a home, not a hotel, and stay for the long term and build a great culture because that is going to not just give you the big money, but it's also going to give you the long term money. And that's where financial you know, sanity and, and uh, intelligence comes in as well. Thank you for sharing that. Can you take us back to one big aha moment you had in your journey? 
Wow. Mm. I think uh, for me, one of the aha moments was uh, definitely not dragging people along. And Mm. by that, Mm. I mean is, you know, we are so committed to our success sometimes that we get overcommitted to certain people we want to help. And that's been a big one for me because sometimes you have to let some people go. You know, by that I mean you've either sponsored people or you found people in your team who have great potential, you know, who really look like they could be amazing leaders, build great teams. And you get emotionally very attached to their success. And there's two types of people and there's people who really need it because they're really broken. They really need to do something Or perhaps there's people who just really have so much potential because they already have great skills they could transfer into network marketing, but still don't see it. So I think I got over frustrated with, you know, wanting those people in my team to succeed. And the best remedy for that was just completely disattaching myself from the result and go sponsor more. You know, anytime you're feeling any, any kind of frustration, you know, we feel a lot, we've over the years got a lot better and we manage our emotions in a very different way today. But I think one thing was, you know, and anytime you're getting frustrated in your business, it's because you're not sponsoring enough. And all of us, you know, try and procrastinate because that's kind of the challenging part. None of us like going out and exposing ourselves to more new people every day. So, you know, I think it's um, don't try too hard with the people you already have in your team. If they're ready to go now, they're ready to follow your steps, you know, definitely give them your best. But if they're not, let them go and try and focus on so many more people just exposing yourself and sponsoring because you really want to be the one in a position of power, choosing the people that you want to help rather than chasing after the people on your team. And none of them, you know, that's just not a good energy. So that was a big aha moment for me. It was definitely probably a couple of years into our business. Uh, We tried really hard with some people. We just had to let them go and realize we have to look in the mirror and say, you know what, just get lots of new people. But another one, I'm, I'm just trying to, I was just thinking now, apart from that aha moment, another one that we had that was a, actually a very big one was uh, you don't need so many people to create a huge team. And uh, what I mean by that is for us was a, was a big revelation, as you say, an aha moment when we realized that, you know, referrals are always good. Uh, but most importantly, once you have and you have, you know, you have that person in your team that is, a, that is that business builder or that person that has the drive and the energy and is like basically a clone of yourself, right? That wants to make it happen, that is open-minded, that is willing to take the action, that is humble enough to, you know, to sit down with you and say, what do I need to do? I'm going to go and do it no matter what. Once you have that, you don't need 100 people. You just need that one person that can bring you 10,000 people. So that was for us a big aha moment. You know, if you focus on, yeah, you obviously have to focus in recruiting as many people as you can, talking to as many people as you can to find that one, that one person. But once you have found that one person, you don't need a hundred more. You just need that one person. You need to educate them. You need to teach them. You need to nurture them enough so they stay long term with you. Yeah. So they can bring you the ten thousand, hundred thousand people. So that was also a, a big, big aha moment because. At the beginning of our career, it's the same thing, right? So you go out and you talk to a lot of people. You talk to a lot of people. You sponsor a lot of people. But along the way, there's a lot of them that, you know, they fall off the wagon, as we say sometimes. But there is always that one person that remains and that is, you know, teachable, willing to take the action, and is humble enough to, you know, to say, what is next? You know, I've done this. What is next? I've done this. What is next? And what's next? And what's next? And it's 
always willing to do anything. And this is the thing for us, you know, we found, you know, ourselves, you know, duplicated, right? And once you've done that, they, that's the thing is, it, it's kind of a snowball, right? It's mm. a, a small thing that once you've done that, they pass on that message to the rest of the teams that different, and they build that depth in your business that brings you the consistent income that keeps growing and it gives you the financial freedom that we always talk about. So getting back to what you said, Miguel, you know, that one person does more than 1,000, 10,000 people combined. And so I always teach work with people that deserve your time, not need your time. And, you know, Marsha, you brought a great point by sponsoring. You know, sponsoring is like um, taking Tylenol, like a pain reliever, right? If you, you know, if you have a headache, you take it. If you, you know, you work out, you have a strain your shoulder, you take Tylenol. So any type of pain, frustrations, MLM, your Tylenol is sponsoring. You sponsor two people, instantly you feel better, right? You have no duplication, you sponsor two people, sponsor one person. You have no one to train, no one's showing up for your trainings, go sponsor one person. So thank you for bringing that. That's so important. People forget about that. And so it's really inspiring that you're a leader and, you, you know, in the last two years, you sponsor over 200 people and you're leading by example. So ML Nation, remember, if you have any frustrations, go out there and sponsor and talk to people. Now let's take it, um, what would you consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing? Yeah, I am definitely the most proud of, you know, the leaders that that have uh, succeeded so many things, so many accomplishments. When we travel to different countries and we have teams from Africa to Asia to, you know, South Pacific Islands to Australia to Europe to Central America. So many different cultures. But when we travel to those events... And we realize, you know, we're in a room where we are the top leader in since everyone's in our team. But then we see all these people being recognized. That's a very humbling moment because we have had some kind of, you know, impact in people taking a courageous step in wanting to be a better person, in wanting to accomplish more in life and do that. So, you know, just I think there's been so many proud moments just of our team really, really succeeding. I mean, six and seven figure earners from countries where people earn $200 a month, earning $20,000 a month, you know, things like that just make us really proud. Uh, people really taking responsibility for who they are. I think it's just a transformation, personal transformation in people that we see in our teams on a daily basis. Those are some of my proudest moments for sure. Uh, but I think the first one, I'm, I'm just trying to think, remember... We had um, a lady um, about almost 40 years old, and she was on a government pension here in Australia, which is about $500 a fortnight. Within six months of starting with us in the business, we helped her to earn $10,000 a month. She wow. was a single mother with three kids. So, you know, just seeing, and, and it's not just, again, it's not just about the money, it's who she became and how driven she, she was, and as I was saying before, she was the person that, you know, that we all want to have in our team because she was driven, she was willing to take the action, she was humble enough, and she was in a situation where mm. she was hungry to do something in, their, in her life. And she was willing to go through the wall if necessary because she had three children that were her motivation. So for us, that was, that was probably the, the, the first kind of a, a proud moment that we have because you can make as much money as you want, but at the end of the day, you know, it's like a, the the Mastercard ad, right? It's a, there's some things that money cannot buy, right? For the rest, you have Mastercard, right? But um, but this is the thing, you know. When you see other people succeeding in your team and the other people getting some income and and having a different lifestyle that they had before, 
you know, you're you're basically you're damaged for life, as we say, right? Yeah. It, it, you, there's nothing that will stop you ever again. Yeah, definitely. You know, what excites you most about network marketing now? Wow, so many things, Simon. I mean, you know, we haven't been in network marketing a really long time. We've been for nine years, so we've seen some really good, exciting parts about MLM. We've seen some dark sides of MLM as well. And, you know, we've had the chance to now really understand where we want to fit in in this profession mm -hmm. and what are our values within this profession. So I'm really excited about, uh, you know, network marketing becoming a mainstream profession. I really believe in that. I, I do believe it's not for everybody to be a full-time professional in network marketing, but should somebody want to do it, it is available to everybody. And what I'm really excited about is, you know, more and more professionals choosing this profession over others, informing young people that this profession exists and giving them the training and education to choose it over other things. That is what I'm really excited about. Um, for a long time, Miguel and I travel a really a lot on five continents, and we're really excited about network marketing being so international, so without borders, so no matter about, you know, religion or race, color or anything. It just excites me that it's everywhere, that we all have the same human challenges of, you know, people being negative in network marketing and stuff like that. Um, so those are some of my things. Uh, and into the future, you know, we're now building a little bit of a generic training business as well. Uh, we've had a lot of people come to us and ask us for our training system. And we've always, you know, said, oh, we don't have time for that. We got to focus on our team. But we're excited to make that available to, to a lot of people who want to learn from us as well. So that's one of other things, yeah. Yeah, I think um, for for myself, I think um, what really excites me and really uh, keeps me going at the moment is um, I've seen it over the last ten years or nine years, as much as I say. We haven't been twenty plus years, as uh, you know, as you hear of some leaders. But I've seen, I think I've seen enough to to say that the changes that have happened in the last nine years in the economy. Um, have been very tough in people, and uh, as you, when you read like some uh, finance books, and you can see like the middle class is kind of disappearing. Yeah. So there's no there's no uh, uh, job security anymore. And what it really excites means that people, as Masha was saying, starting to realize that they need to do something else in their life, and we have the right vehicle for them if they are willing to take the action, they are willing to do something with their life. It is the right vehicle because by helping others, you're helping yourself. So, you know, when you have a look to that, it's like you learn the skills that you need to learn to become successful in an in a, in entrepreneurial world. Uh, in the meantime, after you've done four years of uh, this master's, you know, in, in, in network marketing, you end up with a, you know, with a nice bank account if you right. do it right. And with a bunch of people that you didn't know before, they are also having a nice bank account and they become your friends. So, you know, that's something that it really excites me. You know, in the next 10 years, we're going to see even more people getting in the industry of network marketing. And it's, it, we, we really believe it's going to become like some mainstream profession because, you know, there's no other way. It's just every, every business you, you have a look into, you need to have a huge capital to invest. And... You know, not everybody has that, but everybody has the time. And the only thing you need is the willingness to do something different with the time you have. Because we all have the time. So if you're willing to do that, there you go. You know, it's a perfect business for you. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's really exciting. There's more professionals, more and more professionals. There's PhD, like yourself, pilots. 
you know, college uh, educated, because the people who are really smart, who are really educated, they realize, like you said, there is no middle class anymore. You either want to be the wealthy, and the only way to do that is having a business, but traditional business is so hard, or you become poor. So either or. And that, I think that's why you see more and more professionals getting involved. It's really exciting. And then also the continents, too. Like in Asia, just basically started like 10, 15 years ago. Now we have Africa going. It's really, really exciting. Yeah. You know, and one other thing that we haven't mentioned is the lifestyle. I mean, we are so fortunate now, uh, you know, after years and years of work, don't, if you're listening to this and you think you'll be a millionaire overnight, you won't. You know, you're going to put in some time before it happens. But I do believe if you, you're willing to invest five good years into your network marketing business, you can have the income, but you can also have a lifestyle that no other business can provide. I mean, Miguel and I can virtually go, you know, if, if we're busy doing other things like travel or going to Australia and open like the, the last two days where we have a really great story we can share. But, you know, you can actually have a lifestyle with working just a few hours yeah. in that. And that, I think, is very few businesses can give you that. Where else could you be earning tens and tens of thousands of dollars every week working just a few hours a week, you know, and you can have a family. And that's why we got into network marketing. We're getting to an age where we will have family and we want to spend the time with the children. So that is really unique. I just don't see another profession that can give you that. I agree. You know, there's doctors that make a lot of money. There's lawyers that make a lot of money. Uh, but if you follow them for 24 hours and compare that to what a network marketing leader does, you're like, oh, I don't want to be the doctor. I don't want to be the lawyer because they have no life, you know, and they have no lifestyle. Excellent. Correct. We have a very good friend of us, and he's an eye surgeon. Like, there's only four in the country mm. here in Australia. He's probably, you know, he's earning maybe half a million dollars a year or so, but he's time poor. You know, yeah. every time we, we want to go somewhere, we want to do something, he's always working or he has to, you know, to do some kind of course because, you know, so what you're saying, right? They have the money, but don't have the time. So, you know, this industry gives you the money and if you do it the right way, it gives you the time. So again, you know, very we unique, win. very unique. Exactly. As we wrap up towards the show, just a couple quick questions for you. Okay. Um, yep. So Marcia, Miguel, what was stopping you from getting started with network marketing? Well, I guess first we didn't know about it until we we're almost 30. And I think we did join on the spot, but then, you know, doesn't mean that we really started that way. I think it was just uh, earning the belief into ourselves and the industry before we could actually engage on a proper level. So it's really important if you're starting out and you're kind of towing with the idea of being in network marketing is get enough information, independent information, so that you create the belief around it so that you're willing to give it the right action. So that's one thing for me. And two, I say I would say also I would add to that, Simon. Nah, we had to learn not to care what people think about you because everybody, you know, at the end of the day, they are not your closest friends. They are not going to be probably in your life in the future, but it's your life. You need to take responsibility. So who cares what they think? You just need to make a decision, focus, and you know, make it happen for you. What is one habit that each of you have that's helped you become successful? I think uh, mine is uh, definitely focus, you know, focus in many things such as focus on one network marketing opportunity or focus on a particular task at a particular time. And, you know, being just able to do that in network marketing, if you just choose one thing, just focus on recruiting. You know, if you're a part time person, one hour of recruiting every day is going to make you a millionaire in five years. So focus is very important. And I would say surround yourself with successful people. That's that would be my biggest thing because 
when you surround yourself with successful people, you learn the skills and you learn the everything, the habits that successful people have. You eventually have, you know, many chances to be successful yourself. What's the best piece of advice you've got? The best piece of advice I will give to someone who's just starting out is uh, say to them, be willing to fail sometimes. You know, accept yourself for not having to be a superstar tomorrow. I think that is very, you know, having the patience with yourself is very important. From mine, I would say, do not leave anything for tomorrow. Just do it now. You know, there is books that you can read. There is many research done about the power of now. In that word that says now, your brain will always say, your mind will say, I'll do it later. Every time you catch yourself, you know, with your mind doing that, just change that later for I'm going to do it now. And every time you do that, you will create a habit of successful person. Do you have a success quote that you like that you motivated you? Yeah, I have real, one that I actually put at the beginning of my PhD, but actually it's very important in life and in network marketing too. And it's followed me for many years. And it's from Albert Einstein. It says, imagination is more important than knowledge. You know, knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. So it's very important, you know, um, I think we get over intellectual and rational sometimes. And especially with planning our goals, we can get very frustrated and, you know, we overestimate what we'll achieve in a short amount of time. So I think it's really, you know, the success journey is really about allowing your imagination run wild and believing in it and not having too many expectations on yourself. So I love our other Einstein for that. And I had mine, but I, right now I can't remember exactly because I've, I've changed over the, over the years. I think um, I choose the one that is uh, suitable for the time that I'm in and mm -hmm. the mood that I'm in. I used to have one that uh, I keep repeating to myself uh, for a while by Pelé, you know, the soccer player. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about, you know, that you had to be, you know, you have to have a passion for something. And once you have that passion, you need to be willing to learn the skills and whatever is necessary to make that passion something successful. So... You know, if you are listening to it, just go to uh, Google and go and say quote by Pelé and you will find it because it is the quote by Pelé. So what's your favorite prospecting tool that you use? Do you do webinars, newsletters, online videos? What do you like? Yeah, we've we've trialed probably trialed everything over the years. <laughs> everything works, you know, whatever your team and your company is using, just keep using it. I would say um, the real important thing is just to do more of it. Uh, right now, at the moment, in our team, we use recorded video presentation. We just found that's kind of on demand. It's always available. Uh, that is kind of the fastest way it's leveraged. But live home meetings, you know, if you have to do a live presentation home meeting, that's super successful. Uh, as a prospecting tool to make people aware of network marketing, when we started, which is almost 10 years ago, we used Berlin Compensation a lot. And that was one of the first tools that we had actually watched and made us really open-minded about it and Robert Kiyosaki's 21st century business. I think those two are very good. Yeah, same for me. We've been using both the same. So, <laughs> Do you have a favorite app or online resource like Dropbox, Gmail that you, you could recommend to our listeners? Oh, yeah, we have a big one, WhatsApp. I think uh, mm -hmm. in the last two years, you know, the instant messaging, I mean, there's so many. We use Line, we use WeChat, we use uh, WhatsApp. Whatever you're using is great. 
But I think having groups, you know, having groups in that and being able to communicate with your team, that has surpassed email. It has surpassed voice messaging, phone. So that's a really useful tool if you know how to use it effectively. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Wow, there are so many books that, that I love that we've read over the years. It's kind of hard to recommend one. I think actually one recent one that we were featured in is very good. It's called Best, Worst, and First. And it's 75 network marketing experts speaking about their best, worst, and first thing they did in network marketing. And, you know, everyone who's who is in there and there's some really great advice. It's a very quick read, 75 chapters. It's a really, really good, good book. Well, I, I was just going to say that uh, doing, you know, you also need to work on your mind. And I think uh, one of the books that is very easy to read, very quick, and you get like a quick tip, at least one that you can apply to your MLM business and to your basically your mindset is uh, by Anthony Robbins, Awaken the, the Giant Within. It's a very small book, very easy to read. You know, in a couple of hours, probably you can read it and then apply it and, you know, it can change really your life. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook like Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Okay, Marcia Miguel, this is the last question. Before we go to the million-dollar question, if you're an ambitious distributor who's ready to take your business to the next level, Go become an MLM Nation Insider. Just go to MLMNationInsider.com and you can join a select group of distributors who meet every week to discuss what's working in the MLM profession. As an insider, you'll also get a weekly live MLM training that you can participate on a webinar or through the phone. Online access to an entire archive training library. A mission into a private Facebook group where you can network with other motivated and successful distributors from all around the world. The opportunity to ask questions to one of the top MOM trainers. And you also receive a monthly newsletter with the latest tips and online marketing strategies mailed directly to your door. Interested? Simply go to MLMNationInsider.com to learn more. Now let's get back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one, but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What would be the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Yeah, we're so spoiled now. We have Facebook. Ten years ago, and there was no Facebook when we started out. But now if you search, if you use the graph tool in Facebook, let's say that you're going to build a business in New York and, you know, you may have friends of friends in New York. I think that's the first thing I would do is I would pick a city. I would focus locally. I would do house meetings and I would go through friends of friends. So if I couldn't access my friends, I would access people who we have something in common with. If they're not friends of friends, I can use maybe people have common interests as I, so I can connect with them in a relationship way. That's the best way to do it. And adding to that, Simon. The third party. I think uh, one of the things that we we would do uh, in in addition to that is we would partner up with somebody that is extremely successful that we can use mm -hmm. to validate what we're doing, so people don't think that we're just crazy. And uh, you know, along with the house meetings, you know, that would be the, the thing that we would do probably every single day, day in and day out. As we wrap up, you have any last words or advice, and then uh, let let the listeners know what's the best way for them to connect with you. 
I think the best word of advice is, um, you know, really do whatever you can to, to get to the level of income that you believe you deserve. And that doesn't always mean you have to be a seven-figure earner because as you all remember, even, you know, $10,000 a month is, is earning more money than 99% of the people in America or Australia. And with that kind of residual income, it actually means like you would have had invested millions of dollars in the bank. So I think, but whatever it is that you're wanting, whatever level of lifestyle, do whatever you can, you know, make a contract with yourself that you will persist. So, and for me, I think the one piece of advice, and again, it's based on my experiences, you know, um, to, you know, we always have an index finger that when things don't happen, we tend to point everywhere else and everyone else in your life. So I would say my one piece of advice for you, if you're listening today and things are not happening or when they don't happen, you turn that finger, that finger to your face and to yourself. And if something is not happening, you are the one that needs to change. Not everything about around you is you. And Every time you put an excuse in your life, you are put, putting and postponing your dreams and putting your deadline further and further away. So how much longer can you afford to do that? And uh, what's the best way our listeners can uh, contact you? Yeah, sure. Um, they can just uh, look us up on either Facebook as Pyjama Bosses. Now that's spelled in an Australian way. So it's P-Y-J-A-M-A-Bosses.com. It's, uh, that's our blog and website. You can get free resources, there, free, free videos as well. And of course, on our Facebook fan page, you can find us also on our profile pages as well. So we'd love to connect with everyone. We're very happy to give free advice to people. So and we really want to support everyone who's listening in their own journey. So thank you, Simon. ML Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Marsha and Miguel. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Marsha as an M-A-S-A or Miguel at the search bar. And the show notes with all the contact links and the books that they talked about will pop right up. Marsha and Miguel, thank you for sharing your journey with MLM Nation today. In order to be successful in MLM, you must help others. So again, thank you, Marsha, and thank you, Miguel, for setting such a great example. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you, Simon. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be here. All the best for you. We're excited about launching your, uh, your, uh, your new website, and we support you, and we will be right behind you. Thanks so much for including us. Hi, this is Simon, and thanks again for joining ML Nation today. I love that training we just did with Marsha and Miguel. And uh, wow, they were such a powerful couple and so inspiring just to hear about the story. I don't know about you, but it's a huge belief builder. Marsha was someone that was smart, have a microbiology, or whatever, PhD in that. I mean... I could barely get a biology in college, and we have someone who's a PhD and realized that network marketing is the only way where she could live the life that she wanted. So it's a huge belief builder. Thanks again to Marsha for sharing that. And if you like the show, please contact Marsha. Let her know. She's very approachable, very easy. Um, one of the easiest ways probably through Facebook. Uh, if you want to get her contact notes, just go to mlnation.net, search for Marsha. Marsha is spelled a little differently. It's M-A-S-A or Miguel Cantero, and uh, it'll pop right up. Okay, the, sh- the contact info will be right there at the bottom. Also, be sure to subscribe to iTunes because that's the best way to keep these trainings coming to your phone automatically. And if you like the show, you want to help others, uh, let people know about ML Nation. Share it. That's the biggest compliment you can give to me is just by sharing and letting your friends know about it, your prospects, your upline, downline, cross lines. Let, let people know about it because uh, 
That's the way I can have a bigger impact on someone's life, have a more of a positive impact by sharing this, these great trainings. Last thing is, please leave an honest review for ML Nation podcast on iTunes. Let me know what you liked and don't liked. Ratings and reviews are extremely important. And be honest. That's the only thing I ask about it. Go be honest. Let me know what you liked and don't liked about the show. So that's it for this episode. Thanks again for being part of ML Nation. This is Simon Chan, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.